but you know what? I've got. I'm actually got a joke here. Um, oh, just beat my joke. No, it's not actually a joke. It's just something that I observed. Yeah, you know when some. You know when you're around somebody and they keep on telling you that uh, you really talk a lot yeah, through programs or through films. But one of my friends that like, we watch silly together sometimes, yeah, and she was like, you know what, Shields, you really talk through programs. And I'm like, no, I don't. I have no interest. I'm on my phone. So anyway, so I went to my mum's and then she was just <laughs> talking and talking, yeah. And I just had to say, mum, listen, let's just watch. Yeah. <laughs> But my mum is telling me what's happening in the film and she's also asking me what's happening. First of all, I didn't put the film on, you did. Secondly of all, I haven't watched it. We're both watching it together. So why are you asking me what's happening? I'm it's sorry, been... it... This reminds me of that morning we went to the when we went away <laughs> last summer in the hotel and I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to sleep because I'm heavily pregnant and I'm trying to sleep. And Cinder's just <laughs> telling me. Oh, just talking to me early in the morning, like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, when we're on holiday, yeah. we're on break, and you're just talking. But, but okay, I wake up early. I wake up at about six, oh my so my body set to wake up early. Michelle doesn't actually understand why I wake up so early or how I wake up so early, knowing how much I do. But, just talking, to, wake up early in silence. That's all I ask. No, oh, somebody's gonna agree with you right now, man, and I'm so just angry. Wake up in silence. That. I'm so angry that you, I was so angry that you said that out loud. There's somebody out there. It's good. It's yes. true. Please let us know. Let me know. Someone talk to me. I'm tired. No way. Listen, but Michelle, yeah, tell the listeners what I was reporting to you that early morning. To be fair, it was um Chadwick Bossman's passing, which was, you know, interesting to know. But there was the time when you were doing your your driving driving lesson uh, don't let the people know that i've been banned from driving before man <laughs> i just feel you're just talking just telling me nonsense and i'm ignoring you and you're still talking just talking, no i went running talking, that morning talking. i did a driving thing that morning said, i told you that had we passed yeah, away okay but why did you talk i'm going for a run now wow I'm just sleeping. in case you wake up looking for me Get out of here. I was sleeping. She doesn't care. But when I don't respond to her phone calls, she's the first one to say, Listen, are you doing suicide packs? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's get right into it. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, you're rude, yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna talk to you in the morning. I'm never gonna give you any airtime in the morning. If we're if we're catching a flight somewhere and you're oversleeping, I am gonna get my own cab to the station, to the airport. And I'll be like, yeah, the just rule is, yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like, in 20, in 2020, someone has to talk to you. I <laughs> me, I can hold a grudge. You know me. I know, right? I know. I yeah, know. Uh, Let me I'm paid. I, I will prove a point. I so will leave starting. you in that hotel room. Let's start. Let's start. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, good morning. And I hope you get your coffees on the go. Um, the weather has been crap this week, so uh, we've all really been stuck indoors, really, because it's been raining. But luckily, the restaurants opened up again. Yeah. So I know some people have been out into restaurants and eating inside. It's not a luxury of yet experience, but hopefully somebody out there is listening and they'll make it happen. Hint, <laughs> hint. <laughs> anybody, right? I know, right? 
I'm uh, tired. Yeah, no, I've been entertaining at home, so I'm cool. But so this week, what we got for you? What we got for you? So um, this week, actually, we are just going to do, I think, like a nice little roundup. Um, here in the UK, we had um, the end. We've come to the end of Mental Health Awareness Week which was running from the 10th of May to the 16th. And um, as part of that, there was a really, really good documentary on BBC One, which was um, about Ian Wright and the effects. Right, right, right. Ian Wright, right, yeah. Um, So he he, he, um, completed a documentary on basically... Um, I think I don't know the title. Up- it was it was his upbringing that the documentary was covering, but I think the point of discussion or debate was that um, his experience of domestic being being a child within a domestic violent led home, mm. as well, well as the emotional abuse. I think he suffered emotional abuse at the hands yeah. of his mum. Um, yeah, but that emotional abuse was because she was suffering from physical yeah. abuse does that make sense so yeah. I don't if I'm correct because I watched it but I was also working at the same time but if I'm correct I don't think Ian suffered from being physically abused his yeah. abuse was more mental and emotionally abused by witnessing what his mum was going through his mum actually suffered the physical abuse and then that in turn led her to him to have emotional abuse, right? She said some quite horrible things to him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She then, she then acted out her her, her pain her and trauma. Her, her her trauma. Actually, the words I was looking for. This is why you have to have somebody like Michelle on your team. <laughs> That's when all I'm here Eng- for. Just the words. When Just... English fails you, Michelle, <laughs> who's the walkie thesaurus here, comes up and says, "No, Sheila. The word is trauma." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Like this week you're not urban. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Proper. Okay. This week you're proper. So I think in turn the trauma she experienced, she then took it out on him through being verbally abusive towards yeah. him, and that then, you know, tapped at his emotional well-being, mm. and you see that play out throughout the whole documentary. Now it's interesting that he had a brother. He has a brother. I forgot his brother's name. Unfortunately, he's not a footballer, so I can't mention him. Um, <laughs> I don't know who he is. I think his brother's name's Mo. I, think his I know about son. Yeah, maybe Morrison is his brother. I don't know. Mor- Was it Morrison? No, Mo- Mo- Maurice. Morris. Mo- well, I, I think I remember it being more. I don't know. I, I don't know. Forgive me. Forgive me, Mr. Wright. I'll get it right at some point. He's got two I'll brothers, Maurice and Nikki. Yeah. Nikki. I didn't even hear about Nikki in the documentary. Did you hear what I just did there? Forgive me, Mr. Wright. I'll get it right. At some point, I'll get it tight and it will be all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone tell us to stop. Is this thing on? Oh no, bravo! No, okay, cool. We'll keep it moving. Michelle's killing my joke today. I but am. like, Mo, Mo was the um, older brother, and he had witnessed this before Ian did. And it's like it was interesting that they never spoke about it. 
and but they both knew what was going on mm. and Ian referred to Mo as somebody that will kind of like protect him and shelter him from it mm. but they never had conversations about it about it so it's like the unspoken yeah it's the unspoken thing now I'm sure you listeners know that mine and Michelle's background is in you know social care by now you should know anyway if we haven't made it clear enough if we haven't bored you to death with it or Michelle hasn't bored you to death with it because I don't really mention it trauma (laughs) you are I said every week trauma 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 (laughs) no but you know interestingly enough that over the years that we've practiced I don't know Michelle for you have you noticed that families don't tend to discuss um, about the trauma experience like, or, or what would be is you have one person that's willing to talk about it and the rest want to ignore it and just yeah. like it didn't exist. And the person that wants to talk about it is normally viewed as the troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, massively. Why do you, yeah, why do you keep bringing up the past? Or over it. We're all in the same household. What makes you so special? Blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like you're shut down. So, hmm. So what was your t- about that? It's, it's like coping mechanism. So the, the, the mm. people deal with trauma or deal with um, like big events in different ways. So that that quotation mark troublemaker, the person that wants to talk about it, dissect it, and kind of like you know get their way through it, talk it out. You know, and that's mm. the way that they're trying to cope with what they've gone through. And then there's some people that just want to shut it away. Um, and just kind of maybe pretend it didn't happen or just, yeah. you know, hear no evil, see no evil, what have you. Um, but, you know, it's different coping mechanisms, the way different people talk um, deal with it. I can guarantee you the people that normally want to shut it away, I could be wrong, guys, don't shoot me. And anybody out there that is actually a psychologist, please, no fakes, yeah? Like, legit psychologist no fakes that are telling me that they've read a book about it please real (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear all these wannabes yeah just people that know what they're talking about properly yeah like let me know is it normally the person who experienced the trauma yeah like forget the person who's who's been impacted but okay so in this case Ian Wright's mum yeah She's the one who experienced the physical abuse, possibly, I don't know if there was rape and da, 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 all the rest of it, yeah? So she might want to forget what happened. So she might not want to talk about it because of the shame, because of the guilt, because obviously, you know, it was a horrible experience for her. And then normally the perpetrator, because they're embarrassed of their behavior, or they don't even see it as if it was abuse. Yeah, yeah they might just want to cut that part of their lives out so then it's left to the people who were impacted by it and between the relationship between the perpetrator and the victim i don't really like using the word victim because some people don't don't consider themselves as victims do they they say survivors right Mm. Um, but for the purpose of the podcast i'm just going to say victim at this part so the victim and the um, perpetrator would be the only two people that could have that conversation but even in this conversation the perpetrator doesn't want to hear what the victim has to say but when the victim comes out and the people that were impacted by the situation i.e the kids 
i.e. friends the victim doesn't want to talk about the experience that she went through or he went through mm. think about it yeah psychologists please i'm calling on you to help me make sense of my nonsense yeah and the one of is you can have a go (laughs) (laughs) just in point but then i would also say if we think about obviously with domestic violence it's now being inputted as say Say that word again so with domestic violence say the violence again domestic violence Remember at uni, there used to be a woman who used to say violence. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-class. You're an like, idiot, Domestic <laughs> violence. <laughs> domestic <laughs> violence. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what? Right. Yeah, I worked with her once, yeah. And every time we were in a meeting, she used to talk about domestic violence. She laughed. <laughs> I used to think, oh, my gosh, yeah. And when it, actually, the funny thing is, yeah, she came to my church a couple of times as well, yeah. And whenever I saw her at church, I always used to think about violence. Is that let me see? <laughs> no, that's not let me speak, yeah. This one, I won't say that one because if I say where she's from, then it will be bait. If she ever listens to this podcast, she'll be like, nah, she was just dubbing me, bruv. Yeah, and then she'll come and do violence on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go on, Shawan. Go on, I hit you up. Let me forget, yeah. Um, what I was going to say is... about domestic violence, Yeah, with domestic violence, obviously what they've said is that um, physical violence between parents is now classified as abuse towards children because of the impact that it has on the children. So domestic violence between adults is now classified as emotional violence or emotional abuse towards children. So just because, yeah. what's that? That's that's definitely a fact. Yeah, yeah, I know. But when you're talking about, so therefore, actually, you're talking about um, the victim just being the, the the maybe the adults who were like physically harmed and the perpetrator. But actually, the victim by this new definition is also the children. No, so, but I did see that the that children are the ones that are impacted, and their emotional and mental well-being is. Um, compromised but then are they that means they're on par then with let's say the female who has been physically attacked mate are you trying to make me lose my job no I'm, I'm just kidding. sorry my bad because <laughs> <laughs> if I speak now <laughs> don't speak Sheila don't speak don't speak yeah. if, if the African in me comes out to speak <laughs> please don't please don't go back to Essex return back to Essex please Okay, I'll be honest with you, yeah. Like, I definitely, 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 definitely believe, yeah, that if a child is within a household where any form of abuse or violence, whatever word you want to put on it, is taking place, they're impacted negatively. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't want to then... But I don't want not to. I don't want to say the the woman or the man, yeah, mm. that being pounded on every day. You know, yeah. waking up with those black eyes or being raped. You know, mm. do, 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 do you know what I mean? That that level of physical. Because some people have been murdered. 
I mean, let's talk yeah. about the documentary, yeah? He said that one day he could hear his mum being punched and kicked about in the next room. Mm. I can understand where his um, fear was and how, uh, well, I can't understand because I've never experienced it before, so I don't want to even use the word understand or the statement I understand. Because even when I speak with service users, I never say I understand. Yeah, mm. Even if our experiences are quite a parallel to each other, like I know a lot about loss, but I've never said to a service user, mm, I know exactly how you feel. Uh, they might feel it differently, you know, because when I was people, I didn't want, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel suicidal, but uh, they might feel suicidal. So I can't say that I understand how they feel. But when I'm hearing um, Ian Wright talk about being in the room and he can hear his mum being punched and there's nothing he can do about it, and his brother, Mo, big up Mo, is covering his ears to try and stop him from hearing it. Yeah. Even now, I take away from Ian to Mo, who's now playing a role of a protector. Uh, you I see what that. I mean? And yeah. he's also just a child. Yeah. I see the impact there. But like, that mum is being raped, being punched, being beaten up, and all because the rice and peas wasn't cooked to the good spec. It's just a little bit crazy, right? Mm. But you know what it is? I, you know, I'm a bit of an oversharer, but when I grew up, I had a, I moved around quite a bit, but when I grew up, I, I don't have a lot of memories from when I was young. I was actually telling Dan this the other week. Um, I literally did not have a lot of memories from when I was a child, but I remember my mum's, like, first husband, she's happily married now, like, 20 odd years, but her first husband, um, I still remember me and my brother in one room and they were just mm. arguing. The, the shouting was so... The word that comes to mind is ferocious. It was just so vicious. And I that is one of the few childhood memories I have as a... Wow. As wow. A, in her mid-30s. Like, literally, I don't have... It's, it's weird, because like I said, I don't have a lot of memories from my childhood. And this was when we mm. lived in Waterloo, so I was under 10 I don't think my my middle brother was born so maybe I'm between say 7 and 9 the yeah it's just you and Mr just me and Phil yeah just me and Phil yeah. so isn't about but I just remember like it was just so it was just so scary and the room was spinning that is the moment wow. I remember wow. being in the room and they were shouting and I was, I don't know if it was scared now or anxious, I don't know what, but the room, the my bedroom was spinning and they were just arguing and, you know, but it's, that is the impact. Was it, was it extremely loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like I said, it, I don't, I don't even think they were hitting each other. There wasn't fighting, but they were just shouting so aggressive. Are you sure they wasn't just talking to each other in Yoruba? <laughs> <laughs> if I were, if I punch you now, people will say that I'm being in a violent accident. Yeah, but I just want to slap you sometimes. <laughs> because you know what? Yeah, I, I have you know had a few experiences where I'm to some guys. Please, yeah, don't talk to me as if we're out here fighting. Yeah. Oh my god. Turn down that. 
Tone uh, down, tone down, tone down. I'm right here, you don't need to shout, I'm right here. <laughs> no, but no, away from the jokes, yeah. I only threw that in just to make it a little bit lighter because I can see yeah. my girls serious you guys. And it's not about me having Michelle on this Saturday morning. Oh, I'm not allowed in this country yet. Oh, actually, no, they are. They are, they are now, yeah. <laughs> but it's just not happening. Not today, because in a minute she'll piss me off, so why has her? But, <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, what you're saying there, and for a child who... And babe, what did that do to you following that? What was your response after that to your mum and to, you know, your mum's husband? Like I said, I don't have a lot of memories from my childhood, but that is mm-hmm. one of the memories I have. But Can I ask you a, question, a personal question? Yeah, go on then. Yeah. So do you think having that, um, I don't want to call it instability or instability rather, but do you think um, having your mum being in such a relationship, do you think that's what built the... Uh, bond that you have with your grandma because you felt that was a place of shelter and place of security potentially and stability yeah so my grandma and granddad were married oh man they would have been 60 years well granddad passed away last year but it would have been 60 years in october um last mm-hmm. year so yeah massively i think having that um i don't want to say consistency but yeah just having that stable relationship and maybe just seeing like their happiness and, and you know the opposite from what I was kind of raised in because so, this, this then brings me to that, that statement that um, you know that famous quotation that um, Lambeth used God shall you know it so well let the oh, world know one, yeah one yeah so where I work one safe adult and I think one kind adult actually one kind is it one kind adult just one kind adult they say that's all and that's what Ian Wright said they're in the documentary mm-hmm. He yeah. just said, look, um, basically it was his teacher. He had this teacher, I think it was a PE teacher, that saved him, that believed in mm. him, that didn't actually know what was going on at home for him. But he said that teacher was just his one safe or kind adult. And yeah. that he he just he said he owes everything to this one one teacher. And the man so said, before you before you move forward, yeah. Did it ever go under from a million? Because I know Ian Wright made millions no, at well, one point. <laughs> In, in the documentary, it was really sad, actually. So I don't think you saw in the documentary when um, they showed a clip of when Ian Wright met this teacher again at a later date. And the first thing, after someone had told him that the man had died. He, mm. And it's so sweet, actually, because he like sort of like, he was like, oh, my God, Mr. Whatever his name was, I thought you were dead. Someone told me you died. And, like, he, like, teared up. And it was just amazing. Like, it was just... Oh. It was really, really so sweet. What I was going to say. Yeah. I thought he was going to say... When he met his teacher, he was wearing a Man United t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like your idiot. <laughs> and, it was, and it had on it Eric Cantona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, an idiot. <laughs> but, you know, that, your story sounds better. <laughs> well, that, that, it's not my story, that's the truth. That's what happened. It's the right story. That's what happened. Do you know what? Uh, any young person out there that I've um, touched or I've influenced, when you make it big and you really make those millions and you want to be saying I was the kind adult, say it with a chick. Yeah, yeah, say it with some Stay dollars. Say it with a bank puncher. <laughs> yeah. My, I, have, I have a Monzo account. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in your contacts, there's no problem. You can pay me quick. 
<laughs> no, but no, it's true. There's the one kind adult. It's mm. the one kind person that you see. And I think, um, you know, like sometimes people take for granted the fact that they're influential. Yeah. Or they can make change, they can make impact. And, you know, it could be from anywhere though, isn't it? It could have been a teacher. It could have been a youth pastor. It could have been a youth leader. Mm-hmm. It could have been a community-based worker. Do you know what I mean? Could have been anybody. But looking at this and you're seeing this child's vulnerability or someone's vulnerability to make such a change. Mm. Because a lot of people walk around with bruises. I mean, we talk about this all the time. The hidden bruises or the hidden heartbreaks or, you know. They said, they said, you know what was Googled the most in 2020? It was Mm -hmm. how can you hit someone and not leave a bruise what yeah who's like, googling this abusers yeah wow this is why guys i keep telling you how, how, how can you hit someone and not leave a bruise or where can you hit someone and it not and, and not be shown i'm sure it was how can you hit someone and not leave a bruise yeah. Anyway, it doesn't apply to some people that are a different colour, so you can hit and the bruise won't come. Excuse me, black people bruise donut. How? Got... Where? They go purple. I bruise, Sheila, and I'm dark skinned. Sometimes, yeah, just because you live in Surrey, it doesn't mean things are happening that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan bruises, I understand, yeah. What? The boys bruise, I understand, yeah. I don't you will Unless. I'm really going hard on you and giving you black eyes. Sis. Dark, yeah? I bruise, Sheila, and I'm darker than you. Someone educate your friend. I'm tired of educating you, Sheila. Please, one of Sheila's friends, please talk to her. Tell her. This is just like the colour <laughs> thing last week. Someone tell her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got told about that, by the way. Shout I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Yes, he messaged me as well. Yeah, he said, thank you. <laughs> Like, no, and somebody else says, no, that's not right. It's not. Anyway, we'll digress here. But I I don't know. Okay, I'm not saying black people don't bruise, but black people don't bruise to the point that whites or Asian people bruise. The lighter the skin, the more visible the bruise might be. So I'm assuming whoever's Googling this is not trying to beat Michelle up. So I know, Dan, you're safe. That's not in that number of people. Oh my God. Sometimes I've had enough of Sheila. Sometimes I've had enough of you, you know, Sheila. Don't worry. Sometimes I've had enough of a lot of people, but you know what? I've got to keep living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until, oh. until I get other means of of um of living my life, here I am. God. No, but I'm actually no away from the jokes. I'm actually quite surprised about that. I know. You ever seen that film, Single White Females? No, you know, I don't watch TV like that. That, that film's a classic, yeah? It's giving me some kind of vibes, this thing that you're talking about with being people being Googling that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or those, those those kind of people that were Googling things like how to escape from a tree, tree chase, you know? Oh. <laughs> what the hell? What do you mean? Oh, God. <laughs> That's the reason why this is some mad stuff out there, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Say no names. <laughs> right, we have but, stupidly digressed, yeah? Yeah, bring us in, bring us in. Bring us in. So I think one of the things I think that we were going to look at, which we haven't, which Mm. was about actually 
number one how do we deal with trauma i think we have touched on that a little bit but as well like the consequences of unaddressed trauma and um if we're talking about how to deal with trauma yeah Mm. the first thing that you've got to recognize everybody deals with it differently Mm, mm. yeah and like if you've gone through a trauma don't think that you've seen somebody who's experienced something that's similar to you and think what they did to overcome or to manage Mm. or to the trauma will work for you yeah yeah because each trauma is in itself it's not a compare you know compare comparison thing isn't it Mm not one of those things yeah so you've got to be really 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 aware of that and i think um that comes with you going on a journey of self-discovery mm. and but you've got to be willing to do this but how do you get to a journey of self-discovery one might ask therapy i think that's one of the things definitely one of the things i think one of the other things as well you know that mm. i think a lot of men have been thinking about or, or that I've seen on the socials anyway that people have been talking about is about mm. actually like knowing the difference between mental health and mental illness so a lot mm. of people think trauma actually I'm not going to talk about it I'm not mentally unwell I'm fine I'm this I'm that and actually in, it's the, now? in the now number one but it's about actually mm. knowing the difference that mental health is you know well it's, it's very simple like physical health some days we have um, good days, some days we have bad days, sometimes I've got a cold or I'm tired, some days I'm fine. That's your mental health for your mind. And the mental mm. illness is actually when you've been diagnosed with a specific like mental health condition, schizophrenia, yes. depression, anxiety. So OCD. OCD. That's mm. a result of, of poor mental health. But actually, your mental health is something that you need to look after and that you need to... Um, just consider so one of the things is like trauma um therapy sorry mm. that is definitely one of the things and um, so in therapy counseling um talking well basically any form of something that helps you talk it through some mm. people use exercise as a form of dealing with mental I, health exercise yeah. i mean it's okay i'm not saying i have mental health here no you don't say not have a mental illness you're saying listen michelle me <laughs> me i'm looking at the word of god and what it says about my life oh my god okay <laughs> i've just told you what mental health is so we've all got mental health i love why did michelle out here i know right <laughs> it's just so easy it's just so easy and the thing is yeah it's like every week i wind her up with the same massage she's just, just like know. when will shit. i learn yeah. we're all going to judge tomorrow <laughs> yeah no but the truth is this yeah how i manage my mental health mm. yeah is i enjoy exercising and i set little tasks for myself to mm. give me like a little boost do you know like when you achieve something you always feel like oh yeah i did that that's great yeah, yeah so like I, I i set myself up with little boosters so for me going mm. for a run and accomplishing that run for 40 minutes or 30 to 45 minutes yeah it's a boost for me. Oh, so wow. I, I get that little boost every other day. I'll be like, okay, cool. Then something nice might happen that will then add to that. Then I might not feel so low. Like before we started recording, I was feeling a little bit, a little bit of a type of way, wasn't I, Michelle? A bit and hacked then, off. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was hacked off as, you know, they would say in the, 
in the suburban areas. But uh, <laughs> I, but obviously, there's been so much good that's happened that Michelle yeah. was able to talk me through that I was able to just put that to one side, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But some people don't have those good things around. So they keep on going into a state of depression, state of insecurity, a state of deep thoughts that are negative. Mm. And then that's the illness kicks in. Yeah, yeah. Am I right? Yeah, and no, then, no, no. Yeah. And then to get out of the illness, that's another battle itself. And yeah. You know, I, I know people read things like on, um, on like on memes or Instagram memes like um, if all you did today was wake up and, you know, showered or put your jump or just set up. If all you did today was walk to the bathroom, you've done well. Yeah. And I believe in that stuff because when you're in the place of like, oh, one day, one day I'll share with you guys when I went through something that challenged my mental health and could have possibly been a mental illness. I remember saying to like um, one of my best friends, that, well, still one of my best mates now, I said, um, I'm depressed, you know. And I was just, it was just so like, Shills, you're depressed. And I was just like, yeah, uh, depressed. I had, I had, I suffered horrible anxiety where I thought, I was going to die every second of the day. And that went on for like six months, if not longer. I couldn't be left alone. <sighs> Seriously, guys. So I definitely know when people talk about certain things. Yeah. Although I don't state, make the statement of saying, I know how you feel. In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, I went through that. Oh my gosh, that must be such a horrible thing to be going through. Because even though everybody else is telling you something but that stemmed off something else that has stemmed off like um do you know what yeah i was grieving my brother who had passed away like 10 years ago mm. from that moment yeah and then i was worried that i was going to pass away like he did so the anxiety and the fear and the worry and that caused depression it just, it just caused so much then i just before I knew it, I couldn't leave the house. Mm. And every time I left the house, I had to be escorted or whatever. Thank God for like great friends and great family. But even with all that greatness around me, it was hard to get believe, out. to get out. And now imagine with, you know, let's use Ian Wright as an example, because I don't think that that documentary highlighted that there was anybody close to him in his life like that, apart from that teacher who's outside the family that yeah. was able to help him no he, he nobody knew other than his siblings and obviously the, the mum and the stepdad nobody knew what he was going through and this is a, for a lot this is for a lot of people you know and mm. like guys yeah, if you're listening and you've gone through something i know it's not the easiest point to discuss or to talk about but if you're listening you've gone through something that you feel like oh, i'm just talk to somebody about it yeah i'm not saying call me a michelle but mm. because we might not be able to help you in the way. But yeah. if you want to be in contact with the podcast itself here, yeah, you can because we can then signpost you to yeah. agency. Yeah. Are able to give you that room to speak. Because a lot of things happen to people. A lot of people are going through depression. A lot of people are going through um anxiety. A lot of people are going through different kind different forms of traumas. But there's no, no there's no release these things yeah 
And I think as well, do you know what's so interesting? That mm. you look at someone, like people would look at you, people look at me and may think, oh my God, like they never, like they're so happy, they're so loud, mm. they're so this, they're so confident, they're so this, it's like, you know, that could never happen to them. And every mm. single time I talk to people, it just like, we've all been through it at one point or another. And that thing about the anxiety, I remember I, I used to have this thing where I used to think I was going to die around my birthday. But I'm not yeah. going to make in the months leading up to my birthday, I'm, something's going to happen. I'm going to die. I'm mm. not going to die. Like, something's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. it's weird how you said how you deal with exercise and that helps you get out of your happy place. And I'm thinking as much as I exercise, I hate it. I generally I yeah. do enjoy exercising. But I think only recently, and I can, I can even be honest and say in the last, what, maybe five, six months, what I've found that has helped my own mental health is actually um, religion, spirituality. Mm. And I, for me personally, like for you, obviously your exercise, but for me actually going back to church and mm. actually having that higher, higher power, higher being to look at, focus on, just bring me back in. I think honestly, mm. this one of the first years, and last year to be fair, I had a lot going on last year, but I didn't think I was going to die for my birthday. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Literally, this is... From when I was a teenager, like when I was at secondary school, like I used to think, ah, oh, something's going to happen. I'm not going to make it. Oh. Where you know, if you're from... right now, we'll be clapping for you as a testament. Thank you. <laughs> Can't believe you've got the glory. <laughs> Mummy Rose is punching the air right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when that pastor takes the mic back from his show's testimony, somebody give God the glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? It's interesting though, yeah. Spirituality. I don't, I don't know what people believe in. Whoever's listening, yeah. But mm. spirituality does do something for you. Like if you, and, yeah. mm, mm, I mean, I didn't mention like you know my prayer life or whatever because you're gonna say, oh, you do that all the time. But that's just like a basic thing for me. Like yeah. if I need to enter myself, yeah, it's like boom. when I feel like I'm going out of control in terms of my actions, my thoughts, I center myself with gospel music. Mm. That's something that always gets me together. And I clean. I clean a lot. People will say it's OCD, but I clean. Oh, if I'm so going through something, yeah. I have to just first clean my flat and I'll be like yep yeah, let me clean my flat I'll clean my flat then that will then I'll take my car to the car wash then it's just like yep yeah, everything around me is clean possibly even wash maybe my hair space maybe about having that open space that clean space just to think about things yeah these are all different coping mechanisms and I think for the listeners this is just us just sharing actually from the you know there's no one size fits all like you just yeah. do whatever you need to do like shields in a gym is like literally that is like the worst that's the last thing i want to do when i'm going for it <laughs> but that's what works for her and then yeah something a bit different for me so it's interesting yeah, I think we had said before that don't look at somebody else's coping mechanisms and think they went through that something similar that i'm going through this is what they did to get through it there's something that is for you and you know what? Some days it might be the running. Some days I just need to stay at home and just clean the flat out again. Yeah. Some days it's just, you know, reading my Bible or reading a good book. Or some days it's just switching off, yeah, and literally watching Netflix. 
and chilling. Even though the next day I'm going to regret it because I feel like I want a waste of time of life here. And this but, isn't the worldly Netflix and chill. This is honestly Netflix and chill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 my God, please, yeah. Please. Oh, my days. Disclaimer. Oh, shit. I've got my back. This way, my friends. Some friends will just let me keep going as if, like, uh, I'm doing one of them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, even, you know what, yeah? If you can find people or a person, yeah, yeah. that you can be around yeah. and feel that you don't have to say nothing, you don't have to talk, or if you speak, you're going to be heard and not shut down, that's a good place to find yourself in, yeah. you know, and um, the company we keep. Now, you know, in ending this, I think um, you, you look at, it's looking at the footprint of your mental health, isn't it? Yeah. It's looking at the footprint of... Um, what you've done or what what has caused you to encounter trauma because like michelle said and pointed out everybody has mental health but not everybody has a mental illness mm. yeah so you might look at your footprint and say how i'm going now is this a form of mental health or is it a form of mental illness do i need to be spoken with spoken to because you look at the fact of, um, I think Ian Wright made, made mention of something. With all the success he had on the football pitch, yeah. he, was, he was still battling things within his adulthood. Yeah. So he was worried about how he was going to raise his kids. Yeah. And I think if you look at Ian Wright, for those that know Ian Wright, he was a, like a terrorist. He was like really angry, really, really angry, really aggressive on the pitch. And some will say maybe that's what got him to be you know one of the greatest whatever position he plays in but you know emotionally he wasn't regulated and actually yeah. that definitely as a result of what went on on the unresolved no, he said that on. in the documentary as well yeah i think he made that statement something similar that in the documentary so it's it's not me and michelle out here putting words in his mouth no it's not that and ian if we are forgive us but we're just trying to kind of like labor on the point that you know what's the word that we use what's the statement the phrase that is not all that glitters not all that is because some people think like oh i made it in the foot i remember like ian wright was like a legend in my household yeah mm. there was not one day we didn't hear something about ian wright i'm sure like, my brother had, like, an Ian Wright shirt, like, football oh, really? shirt. A couple of them, yeah. He was his favourite player. My mum still knows Ian Wright right now. Do you know what I mean? Oh, really? like, right. Yeah. It's just, like, and she won't be able to tell you anybody, any other footballer apart from maybe Ronaldo and David Beckham. But Ian Wright, forever known, yeah. And all that time growing up as a kid, I had, I had no idea what his experience was. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And, you know, maybe that experience that and you know some people have been through such trauma yeah it just sometimes can give you the drive you need to make a better life for yourself in terms of um wealth maybe but it still doesn't take away from the impact of the mind mm. if we want to deep yeah about impact of the mind let's look at michael jackson yeah well a lot of these that, people robbie Rob, Rob, robin williams yeah, Rob, Robin Williams, one who committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. And that was suicide yeah. drugs. But, you know, if you look at, you know, how come there is such 
and I don't know if it, it well in my perception a lot of these rich and famous they've got a massive drugs issue massive drugs issue so what is it you think that they, they've got it all but they still mm. feel the need that they need to escape from their reality mm. with these mm. substances for what yeah what trauma is it that they're running from I think I think why I picked up on Michael Jackson was because if you've ever seen the film The American Dream it kind of like um, I don't know how real the film is I don't want to speak badly of the Jackson family but um, I don't know how real the film is but it shows a lot of like um, domestic violence it shows a lot of physical abuse towards the children it sh- sh- you know it's, it's, a, it's a slim line between work and slavery for these kids uh, yeah. yeah all in the bid for them to you know be successful and you know on, 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 if you look at it from another perspective some people some cultures might say well look at the lifestyle they had but then look at the damage look at the damage that he was left with to deal with right his adulthood yeah i don't you know i think if we ever did look at a footprint of mental health or mental illness that's a good person to look at because that footprint is there solidly from what the documentaries have told us but yeah. in the words of Michael Jackson, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, guys, yeah, we're going to let you on. I know oh. it's been a little bit deep. It's been a little bit serious. It's not as, you know, lighthearted as last week was. But at times we have to get serious. We have to get real. We have to look at the real impact and things that really matter. And um, hopefully, as you guys continue with your Saturday, you have a little think about of what areas of needs you have. Yeah. And like I said before, get in touch, get in contact. The blog will be out next week and it will be covering issues around um, mental health and the footprint around it. So tune in. Oh, well, go and read it, really. Um, If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. If you haven't followed please follow us on all social media platforms. That's YouTube. Next one, Shell? Spotify. Um, okay. Instagram. Alexa. Instagram. Imagine, imagine I said all social media platforms. I'm <laughs> sure talking about Spotify. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Oh. I It's been a long morning, yeah. I thought it was where you can hear us. My bad. Oh, you can hear. You can you can hear us. You can hear us from where you're hearing us now, because they're already <laughs> hearing us, Michelle. <laughs> Guys, in my... I have to be so cocky on this. It's yeah. the, yin to the yang. You need me, and I need you. Okay. Oh, okay. I have a song. I won't sing it. Anyway, guys, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. I gotta say, Twitter, Facebook, like, YouTube. Uh, Tribute. I'm getting it right now, yeah. Yeah, you're uh, getting it right, go on. Is it tick is TikTok is TikTok? TikTok? Are TikTok, we on TikTok? TikTok tick. Yeah, talk tick. <laughs> yeah. That's more like Michelle now getting it wrong, yeah. But yeah, guys, all those popular, popular places, you'll catch us. But if all fails, it's so simple. www.coffeemorninglaughter.com Simple. Yeah. yeah. If all fails, just go there. And you can listen from there. You can leave a comment. Comment. I'll stop there. 
Please, Stella, please. Please. <laughs> you know what? Everybody have a good weekend. Have a good Saturday. Please, please, we'll be back in your ears next week. Yeah, yes. guys. Take care.